You're listening to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, episode 205, How It Should Have Ended. Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, the number one place to get your animation fix with animation addicts just like you. Each episode, we dive into the wonderful world of animation featuring Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, and everything in between. From hilarious discussions and movie reviews to interviews with industry insiders, this show's mission is to brighten your day through our love of animation. So hop on your nerdy couch, grab some snacks, and get ready to hang out with your animation besties because it's time to dive into today's episode. Hey there, animation addicts. I am your host, Chelsea Robson. And I'm Morgan Stradling. And we are going to be getting comfy on our Disney our Disney nerdy couch discussion today. Not always is it about Disney, but today it is. We're on a Disney kick, which because let's be honest, we're always on a Disney it's kick. True. So but this was a question that was submitted by one of our patrons, and they're always on Disney kicks as well. So for those of you who are new to our show, basically what this episode is, this is our nerdy couch discussion episodes. It's a mini episode where Chelsea and I just get to hang out and we discuss different topics that are relating to animation or the film industry or anything that's random and on our mind. And it's really fun. I love these discussions. So let's jump right into it. All right. So this question was submitted by Rose and she says, Rose, Rose, Rose. I don't know what that's from. Name that quote. What is that from? Rose. I, Rose. I mean, I can hear it in I my head. I but... can't even do it. <laughs> it's from Rose. Sleeping Beauty. It's when Rose goes missing. And, oh. Or Rose. Uh, Briar Rose goes missing. Aurora goes missing. And they're searching for her all around the castle. Yes. And they cannot find her. Yes. So, oh. I, Rose is one of our I patrons. But I didn't know that. It's okay. When we do our patron trivia night or our patron quotathon, which is exclusively for the patrons, you will have a chance to redeem yourself. Oh, so try again <laughs> next time. But again, we love our patrons and one of their perks is they get to submit questions for us during these nerdy couch discussions. So again, thank you, Rose. And her question, like she said, what Disney movies do you wish had a different ending or a different beginning? And I know the beginning is a very great place to start but <laughs> i think endings are really where it matters because yeah. they can set up a story and tee off a story however they like and for the most part i have no problem with it right but when it comes to an ending you can really blow the ending so let's talk about these i will say okay there is one beginning that i wish that would have been very different and that okay when we were recording our episode about the black cauldron it's like literally every bit of that movie was just bad and so the <laughs> the beginning it started at the beginning the fact that it was just nothing was tied together well and so that's the only time that i really think that a beginning needs to be fixed is when it's like okay from the get-go we're having issues and yeah. it just never gets better we're 15 minutes into this or even five minutes into this and we're super confused yes <laughs> like okay we gotta we gotta rework this but as far as endings go there are a couple that i'm like you know this one has always kind of bothered me but i want to hear yours first all right. So this very first one, this isn't necessarily an ending that bothers me. I think the current ending in this movie is perfectly great. I just think they could have made it even better. So the first one that I'm going to talk about is Frozen. So Frozen, 
It's a great movie. Everyone loves it. Actually, not everyone loves it, especially <laughs> if you have children and maybe they play the soundtrack over and over again, or you had young children during 2013, 2014, where it was just frozen mania. Right. I get you, but it's a great movie. I really like it. I enjoy it. I think it's very enjoyable from beginning to end. It wraps up nicely, but do you want to build a snowman? So there is an ending that kind of was floated around in the community of an alternate way that it could have done. And this wasn't an official one. This wasn't cut from storyboards, but it makes so much sense and it would have been so perfect. So basically after Anna is turned to ice, we should have a reprise of, do you want to build a snowman? But this time Elsa sings the words. Cause you notice in, yes. the, in the original song, it's just Anna and it's different versions of Anna over the years. And we never hear Elsa sing back. She never responds. She is completely isolated. She's in her room. Um, it's a very one-sided conversation. And at the end of the film, they get back together and well, not yet, but we at the very, very, very end, they do obviously, but this could be a pinnacle moment. You know, this is where she's Anna is turned to ice and Elsa realizes what have I been doing my whole life? Why have I done this? Why have I, why have I turned everyone away and blocked everyone out? I needed to let her in. She was the only person who accepted me for me and, and wouldn't have even asked a question. And, and she's my sister, you know, all of these things probably going into her head. We don't have to have that her vocalize this, but instead she just kind of cries, right? She just cries over Anna. Um, but instead she should just kind of weep the lyrics to, do you want to build a snowman? And the answer is yes. She could say, do you want to build a snowman? And yes, I want to play. They could just vary just a few lines. It doesn't even have to be a full-blown song. Yeah. It just has to be a few lines of her singing back to Anna. And right after that happens, then Anna can turn back into a human. She can dethaw. You know, obviously Anna already sacrificed herself. That was going to happen anyway. But it would just be a really great character moment for Elsa to reciprocate that back. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it would so, have been. I just. It would have been a moment been where epic. she could have she could have recognized that she was hearing uh, Anna the entire all of her life. She heard her, even though she never responded and she never like reciprocated until this moment. She's like, I'm finally yes. willing and able to cross this divide that I created. Well, you know, mm -hmm. parents as well, but you know, whatever. <laughs> so it's like the, this divide that has been created, doesn't matter who did it. Yeah. How am I able to cross that? And I think that that would, I, I remember seeing that video yeah. when it came through and I was like, oh, that really would have, that really would have tied it all together. Also, I think uh, in Frozen, a reprise of reindeers are better than people should have been done. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. I felt like that would have been great. The moment when Kristoff is like walking back into the forest, instead of just having nothing, you know, he's just walking back. Uh -huh. He should have been like, no, reindeers are better than people. This is where I belong. This is, mm -hmm. you know, kind of just that like mm -hmm. recluse going back into my own self. They and were right. Yeah, I was right. I was right all along. Are than people. Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, being able to change. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm wrong <Yeah>. all along. <laughs> I've proven been proven wrong. I think those two would have just uh, made it so complete. Oh, would have been would have made it so, so good. And here's the thing. Frozen already has so many songs. Yeah. These 
songs to tie it together would not have felt out of place, especially since the ending. I mean, it is really front loaded with songs. And so it could have just tied another little song here and there at the very, very end just to wrap up. Yeah. Ooh, I just give me that cut. Give me it. (laughs) The snowman cut. (laughs) Hashtag. Hashtag. Bring me out the snowman cut. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what else? What, give me one of yours. All right. So another one, growing up, one that always was a disappointment to me, and I know that you love it, was Pocahontas. The ending to Pocahontas yes. was so disappointing to me because it was literally just like this emotional moment of them together looking at each other. And then she like runs and she's, you can hear the, the drums going and she's running up into her spot on the top of the hill. And then she's there. And then we wave. <laughs> and it's just so oh, like, nah. like, oh gosh that was it i always wanted her to just like jump into the ocean or you know and like swim after him or something or just like that one last effort instead of just like and that's kind of a pathetic ex-girlfriend behavior okay <laughs> come back but the, like the way <laughs> we'll make it work i'll change i know i'll end up dying because of like all these diseases but you know you're worth it oh gosh (laughs) nice nice yeah (laughs) so that's 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 one that i was always like ah come on another one was beauty and the beast let's be honest (laughs) prince adam was always better looking as a beast like his human I, form just did not cut it. I understand. Uh, see, I think he, you know, yeah, but no. I think that you are are not necessarily a minority in this opinion, but the fact that Adam is a very good looking human, uh, Prince form, the, he has his fans. Let's just put it that way, and and they are not <laughs> few and far between. Like that's true. People think he's a hunk of a prince, and he kind of is because he's so different. Like he's very. I can't even describe him. He has like, like long hair oh, and features that are just very like Adonis Greek God almost where he's <laughs> not normal looking, you know, oh, right. like Gaston yeah. or yeah. I just always thought it's too perfect. Maybe. <laughs> I just never thought he was very good looking as like as a young person and like throughout even so, it was just like, I liked you as beast. So beast was just cool. So you want him to transform and then <laughs> Belle to say, oh, change back. Please change back. <laughs> I mean. Makes sense. Makes sense. I really did fall in love with the beast. <laughs> really? Like the beast. Please just turn back. Go back. You're better looking, I swear. Oh, uh, yeah. Interesting. Childhood moments <laughs> that I always thought should have been changed. <laughs> so another one of mine is Hercules. Whew, don't get me started on Hercules. <sighs> I'd like to make some sweet music with it. Our story <laughs> actually ends. <laughs> so in a very horrible way. Okay. What was Hercules thinking at the end? Basically, he gives up exaltation for love, right? Like he's right. the whole movie, his driving force, driving force is I want to go back home, a place where I actually belong, somewhere people love me and it's because that's where I'm supposed to be. I am a God. I belong there. That's my people. That's where I should be. Not these people who make fun of me and just destroy me at my self-esteem, right? No. 
And so it's everything he's worked for. The only reason he became a hero was for that, to, to climb that mountain and to stay there. And, you know, he met this girl along the way and he <laughs> throws it all away for love. And it's pretty short-sighted. It, it's not, I mean, cause here's the thing. She's gonna die. I She's, mean, yeah. You are a demigod, which they typically live very, very long. Um, but so you, no matter what, are gonna live longer than her. But if you would just become exalted, basically, and and become a god, hey, how did Hercules get here in the first place? Not in the the Disney version, because you know he, Hera is the mom. But <laughs> in the real story of Hercules, it was a mortal woman. Okay, so these guys. You know, they come and the girls, they go down, they visit the humans, they talk with them. So, hello. I mean, it doesn't mean you can. He really didn't have to give up anything. No, he like, yes, he could have had his cake and eaten it, too. He could have (laughs) become a god and had Meg as well. He could have visited her all the time and they could have lived a long life together. She could have got old and then died. And then he'd be super sad, but he'd be a god. And hey, we we don't have to worry about that. Okay, that's not the ending. That's a future state that I don't need to think about. Yes, yes, exactly. I could have done that ridiculously long jump into the, the river Sphinx. But t- two seconds before he reaches his hand in and he's just kneeling there and the water's right there. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes, no, and it, it's it's like a, it's like it, it submerges itself. It's like itself. a Pocahontas jump cliff. Uh-huh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> he's the one that needed to jump for it. The water levels in this river are crazy. <laughs> it's low tide quick oh man (laughs) (laughs) good time so yeah that's really always bothered me i'm like this doesn't even make sense that's all (laughs) okay (laughs) all right probably the ending that i hate i hate i hate i hate is toy story 4 i really hate the ending of toy story 4 we are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who are you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We, we are, are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Bros. And I know it's not Disney, but it's basically Disney because it's yeah, Disney Pixar, Disney Pixar. So yeah. it's got the castle at the front. It, it is Disney. After we had our conversation about it for the episode, I had one of our patrons reach out to me and say, hey, what if they would have changed the ending so that the little girl that the doll ends up going to oh, yes. is actually deaf? And so she doesn't actually need her voice box, the thing that she's been mm-hmm, looking for mm-hmm, this whole mm-hmm. time. And then they could have also had the little girl, like the deaf girl speaking in American Sign Language and bringing in a whole nother group of people that like they haven't been able to. There's very few times when you preach, sister, you've been preach. able to bring in anybody who is deaf and make it without pandering. Like you, it's right, just right. It's very hard to ever see that in a film. And I think that that would have just made it so moving because what bothered yes. me so much is that it felt it felt like there was like 
the whole time coercion. I, I know where you're going with this. It felt like there was coercion with Woody and his voice box being taken yes. away. Yes. It was not his really his choice at all, even though they kind of make it seem like it is. It really wasn't. She forced him in a way through gaslighting you know, him. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, to give it away because it would help her. Like you have these things and I don't, therefore I'm entitled to what you have. Exactly. And that's just a whole other can of worms that we're not going to open right now. But with this ending you're talking about, it could have definitely satisfied that where yes, she gets the voice box. She takes it from by force. You know, I'm okay with it that way. You know, she takes it by force instead of Woody, like being a weenie kind <laughs> yeah. of giving it to her. And then, you know, she has the interaction with melody uh, Harmony, not Melody, Harmony. not, not Ariel's daughter, Harmony, <laughs> and she gets rejected by Harmony. Um, and so then at that point she should have ripped the voice box out and given it back to Woody. So that way Woody, he did his good deed or whatever, uh, whether he, he gave it or it was stolen, whatever he gets it back. And so Woody is still Woody. He's not harmed in this process. Um, I mean, yeah, it was pretty traumatic, but it was traumatic. Then she just goes on. She, <laughs> then she just goes on and she says, okay, then I'm, I'm, subjected to this fate i'm just gonna live like this but then the ending that you present with the deaf girl would have been just incredible moving like so many redeeming. tears that would have been so redeeming and, and just also that like this happened for a reason yes like this hardship and this trial that you had in your life was for a reason and it was long and it sucked and it was decades but it finally came for this point Mm. Ah, that would have mm. it just would have mm. made Tastes it good. so perfect and the fact that it didn't i mean it just felt like as you were saying coercion and just forced mm -hmm. and everything that i disagree with and then she never like learned a lesson from it like she never like mm -hmm, it was mm -hmm. just so much of a uh, of a self-centered way of looking at life and also manipulation and i just did not appreciate it and i was like nope not a fan but this would have made everything so great. And it would have Absolutely. brought in a, a whole nother demographic of people that they would have felt seen as well because mm -hmm. they would have been like, yes, these toys are for me. And this is me in a movie, you know, in a Pixar movie. Yeah. It would have been amazing. I blame, I don't know who I blame, but whoever came up with that ending, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> If this was like the holy brain trust of Pixar that they decided on this, I don't care. They were wrong. Like this was the <laughs> ending that needed to happen. So that is my rant on Toy Story 4. Excellent. Rant over. Moving on to the next one. So one for me that I feel like this isn't, I'm perfectly fine with the ending, but this would have been a little maybe a little better. So in Aladdin, Aladdin, probably my number one favorite animated film of all time. There was an initial version that was cut where the genie is revealed to be the peddler. So at the end, we go back to him, the one who's telling us the tale of Arabian nights, right? And it's, we see that the peddler turns into the genie. The way that it is now is Aladdin and Jasmine fly off in their presumed wedding clothes, which the third movie debunks that, but, and they write <laughs> off a whole new world for you and me. And then ha, the moon, ha ha ha, made you look right. And that's funny. And it's a joke, but it's like, why is he the moon? Um, I, I think they just could have like somehow maybe panned back down to Agrabah or had the peddler appear somewhere 
and have him be the guy laughing or something. I don't know. I just think it would have just been a cool tie back because the, the beginning of that film so, feels so disconnected yeah. from the end. It's like, hey, we introduced this character and he's going to tell us this, tell us a tale. And we never go back to him. Even in the and, third uh, movie, it doesn't it, it doesn't show him yeah. as the the main thing. He's just kind of there. Oh, yeah. Remember this dude that we never paid yeah. off in the mm-hmm. first one or the yes, second exactly. one? <laughs> it would have been a great bookend for the film. That being said, I still love the film as is, but just some way just to tie that back in the end would have been cool. Yeah. Then another one is Princess and the Frog. Love Princess and the Frog. It's great, but just a very minor tweak that it would have done to the ending. So Charlotte, you know, all she wants is a man. Right. Okay. She's actually a good and friend, too. Ed, I like Charlotte. She is a good friend. She, yes, we need to do, you know, Disney best friends. So we could do Nakoma. We could do Charlotte. Uh, yes. Yes. All these people. Um, at the very end, she's seen dancing with Prince Naveen's younger brother and and she's like, who's like 10, who's like 10 or eight. She's <laughs> like, I can wait. And I'm like, oh, that is, that's bad. No, that's just <laughs> not okay. And it's kind of like grooming, but not really. And I'm just not okay with it's, like the idea of this. And just, I know it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be a joke, but, um, there is this, you know, jester that appears you know earlier in the film named travis and how it would have kind of been cool if maybe he asked her to dance and he was just wearing you know a different outfit or something and she kind of can see him for who he truly is maybe that could have come full circle but it, maybe not maybe don't include him but whatever we do just don't have her dance with the eight <laughs> the, the eight-year-old ten year old. Or ten, five he's like he's like really really young it's not good um oh gosh just no just just no <laughs> We're going to say no to this. Thank you very much. The Prince Naveen, man, let's just talk about him for a second because, man, he was good looking. Uh, oh, yes. All the Disney prin- uh, did we ever have a a, a a nerdy cow discussion on our favorite Disney princesses? Princes? I feel like no, we have, but, but we do could it do it again. <laughs> uh, okay. Episode 207. Favorite, favorite Disney, Disney princes. princes or heroes. Okay. Yeah. Send us your thoughts, guys. Let's so, do that. Let's do that for our next nerdy couch discussion. Talk about the Disney hunks, heroes, princes, all of the above, and who are our favorites. Oh, I love I'm it. Here Ooh, for this. There's so many. There's so many good ones. So many. All right. Don't make me choose. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for joining us today on this wonderful episode, episode 205 of the Animation Addicts podcast. We want to hear from you. Go ahead and send us your voicemails. We, if you are looking to find out what movies we have coming up, make sure to go to uh, rotoscopers.com slash every episode ever. And I do, I, as I've mentioned in the last episode, I, I do a pretty good job of keeping that up to date. So go down to the very bottom and you can see the upcoming episodes that we have. And you can also take a look at, at the wide assortment of previous episodes that we've already done. We're at 205. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you'll be able to find a movie that you're like, yes, I'm here for this. Because uh, mm-hmm. we've been here for nine years. <laughs> highly, highly recommend binging the back catalog. Highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and check that out and uh, send us voicemails. We want to hear from you. Thanks again to Rose for submitting this question. One of our amazing patrons. And until next time, we, we are, are the, the Rotoscopers. Rotoscopers.
You've been listening to the Animation Addicts podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave us a five-star review. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to help spread the word, be sure to share the podcast with your friends on social media. Just don't forget to tag us at Rotoscopers on Instagram and use the hashtag Animation Addicts. For all the links and full show notes for this episode, go to rotoscopers.com slash podcast. Now, if you still can't get enough for your animation fix, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and visit rotoscopers.com for more animation news, reviews, and 